Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, folks, we're back for another, the second episode of Ask Kevin Almost Anything. This is our second one. I mean, the idea is that people have written in and uh, reached out and said, you know, we got some questions that we're wondering. And so we look through and we decide what would be fun to respond to. And we'll see how this goes. I am joined now by the executive director of SixDegrees.org, Stacy Houston, who uh, is uh, awesome. And <laughs> <laughs> I concur. <laughs> yeah, and who's a little tired because because she saw Madonna last night, but has decided to rally today and rally. come. And uh, join me here in uh, Ask Kevin Almost Anything. Hi, Stace. Hi. Yeah, if Madonna can do it, I can do it. I, I'm inspired, that's for sure. <laughs> Good idea. Good idea. She's something. I mean, she yeah, really she... is. Talk about a show. It was I don't think I've ever seen Madonna live. I think that uh, it probably didn't quite line up with uh, my age and uh, and... I don't know. For some reason, I just that that's a show that I never saw, but but it, it must be incredible. It was really incredible. It was a f- pretty diverse audience for sure. But I think that yeah, she put on one one hell of a show called the Celebration Tour. So it's kind mm-hmm. of like all of all of her music throughout the years. So something for for everyone, I think. A lot of young people there. Yeah, I think so. Um, and not so young. I mean, she's sixty five. Is she so, wow. like? My, I mean, my age, same age as me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she was definitely, it was very theatrical. So I think similarly to a lot of, you know, the bigger pop stars of today, like she's still moving around that stage and telling a story and um, a lot of actual social impact stuff, right? A lot of things um, that she talked about through her music that she kind of highlighted with um, the stage design and the sets and those sorts of things, especially around like the LGBTQ community and um, the HIV crisis of the eighties, um, mm-hmm. things like that. So it was powerful. It was really, really cool. You know, it's funny you bring that up because when you really think about it, she was really, um, there is a, an element of um, uh, pop female pop stars who, um, you know, have, sort of empowered various uh sometimes unrecognized factions of their uh their audience and given them 
uh, a voice and and support in ways and and I think she really was one of the first. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. followed certainly by Gaga and and now you know Taylor and and mm-hmm. Beyonce and you know it's like you 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 go beyond just making the music and and even beyond just having the the adoration of of your fans but you actually are are trying to support people to you know kind of be who they are you know Harry Styles and you yeah. know it's it's interesting but Madonna was really sort of a you know a pioneer in that way I think that you know in in music a lot of the early rock stars it, it, the idea was that you just you were kind of trying to keep a distance. That was kind of part of what rock and roll was, that you were this sort of distant, you know, kind of uh, persona. Um, but And and not necessarily, sp- you were more kind of speaking to people than speaking for people. So uh, I, think, I think it's interesting that she was early in that, that movement. Yeah, and it definitely, I think, probably inspired those that came after her, right? For to sure, not, yeah. To not squander that opportunity. You know, yeah. um, and definitely not shy away from it because she's bold now, but I can only imagine when she started, you know, 40 years ago, Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was like a moment. So, well, I first yeah. saw her in, uh, oh gosh, what was that movie? Uh, I feel like maybe it was a Jonathan Demi movie. I'm trying to remember. She had a small part. I rem- oh boy. What was it? Um, and, but she was, it was, you know, a lot of it was like her kind of singular style and, and, uh, look and her, you know, just she attitude, you know, she was just kind of a badass. Anyway, yeah. this is the Madonna episode. <laughs> yeah. She deserves her own episode. <laughs> Thank you, Madonna, for letting us just riff on you for a little bit. <laughs> well, let me, um, read the first question. How's that? Let's uh, do it. since this is called ask Kevin almost anything. Uh, this is from uh, Krissa, and she says, Hi, Kevin. I'm from Food Bank Victoria in Australia. Love what you do. Was wondering if you have any budget-type recipes that we can share with our folks. I just thought it could be a fun thing to do. Or if you have any other ideas. I know you helped so many people already, but I thought it was worth asking. Cheers, Krissa. Okay, so when she's talking about budget type recipes i can tell you that one of our favorite things that we make um when you know a lot of times we'll be thinking well what are we going to do tonight or what are we going to get you know kira is very big on like finding new recipes you know she does searches and and follows things and i'm a little bit more you know just kind of improvisational but um you know, it's usually we have some kind of big idea. And every once in a while, we want to stay in. But we're out of big ideas. And we have sh- we have a shorthand where we just go pantry. And she says, yes. And I say, pantry? Yeah. And it's really pantry pasta is what it is. <laughs> so you generally have lying around at least a couple of cloves of garlic or an onion mm-hmm. and then that's always like the basis always. for anything right any <laughs> yeah. any any thing that's worth eating starts with it you, you know some garlic or or some onion um so you you put that in the pan and you start to like saute that um and then you open up the pantry and you see what's in there and so it could be uh, a can of tomatoes it could be a lot of ours is like a can of tomatoes we get open up a can of tuna um we throw in some uh you know whatever kind of herbs you have lying around in the, even if they're dried you know some reg- and basically you just make a sauce mm-hmm. add a little bit of wine um something has to be you know make it liquid enough and then you make some pasta and you put it on and that's pantry pasta. Um, we've we've uh, oftentimes have a lot of people have some capers lying around, some olives lying around, some you know. I mean, it sounds it sounds like I'm, I'm just making something from garbage, but it really is is these are all things that we'll keep forever. Yeah, and uh, that's that's what we do. Pantry pasta. So this kind of reminds me of 
um, this woman that I met recently and feeling pretty bad right now that her name is escaping me, but she has an Instagram page. Um, and she, I don't know if she's coined this, but she does this thing called Shelf Timber, um, mm. where it's like in September. She challenges everybody to only use $50 a week for groceries. I think she has a pretty large family. I think she has like six or seven kids, something like that. Uh-huh. Wow. Um, so I think this this might help Krista's community as well, you know. And they are challenged to use only what's in the pantry mm-hmm. on their shelves for mm-hmm. this whole month. Um, and then they can buy like, you know chicken or some of those additive type things to to round out a meal with the $50. Um, And it's a way that they save up for the holidays that are quickly approaching, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, we're going to eat in, we're going to just clear out our pantry. Because like you said, (laughs) I mean, have you ever gone? I mean, (laughs) this was my experience. I'd go to my mom's house and I would go into her pantry and I would see something from like 2004, and I'm like, uh, and I'm just like, like you're what? It's like a can of olives. And you're like, hey, I'm pretty sure this is expired. And she's like, it's fine. I'm like, no, like, I don't think you should eat this. Like, there has to be some reason why we can't just keep things forever, you know? But like, uh, can't you eat a 2004 jar of olives? I don't know. I, I think I probably would. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I don't really check the labels that often. Although, my mother, she, uh, which, well, first off, she wasn't a good cook. Uh, nobody likes to say that about their mother. Everyone says my mother nobody. was a bit, but my mother was a terrible cook. I mean, let's face it. Uh, she had six kids. Yeah. And, and, and she was kind of often doing what it is that talking about, just kind of, you know, finding some stuff and, and whipping something up. I mean, I think that we're a lot better at making it taste good. Yeah. But uh, she wasn't but, as good as imp- at improvising, is no, what you're saying. <laughs> no, and she would she would take things and and she didn't believe she, she's very much ahead of her time in terms of this, but she didn't believe in like single use plastic and and so she would oh. just take food and just put it in a bowl and just stick it in the refrigerator and sometimes it would sit there for a couple of weeks and that that's the stuff that I was like not not going <laughs> near. When it came something that was actually vacuumed or sealed I'm, I'm okay with it and you know i'll tell you something interesting in terms of like as we know fresh food um often goes hand in often people who have food insecurity it becomes very hard for them to find fresh food there aren't mm-hmm. places that actually have you know fresh yeah produce they're in food deserts often yeah food deserts yeah but one thing that is true and I'm, I'm not a nutritionist but i can tell you that i recently read an article which was had to do with uh which was written by you know smarter people than me scientists saying these are the things that we wish people would um stop believing in terms of food and nutrition and one of them was that canned fruits and vegetables are nutritionists nutritional they mm-hmm. You can have a frozen or canned or frozen fruits and vegetables. If they contain a whole ton of sugar, like that's added, then possibly that's, you know, going to, you're going to have to kind of keep an eye on that. Mm -hmm. But if you're talking about a can of peas or, or, or a bag of spinach that's been frozen, these are, you don't lose any nutritional value from, from vegetables when they're, when they're frozen or canned, apparently. Um, And it's some, yeah, and and in some cases, it's actually they actually have more vitamins and minerals than they do if you cook them down and and cook them fresh. So when I when I learned that, I, I said, well, that's really that's interesting because it 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 means that if there are things that are on shelves, um, that people can get you know some good nutritional value from those from those fruits and vegetables. Anyway, good question. Yeah, definitely. 
Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. All right. Question number two. You want to read it, Kev? Okay. This is from Rebecca Graham. Kevin, you and your wonderful family are so special. A question for you. Would you do Footloose 2? Uh, Footloose 2 has been done. Uh, has it, though? I thought it was like a remake. <laughs> you know, like... Well, well what's your idea? I mean... What I feel would your, like Footloose 2 would be like a sequel. Like, you uh, are now... John Lithgow. And I'm, you know, and I'm and banning like, dancing? <laughs> not you're banning dancing, but, <laughs> you know, like, you're older, you've raised your own kids. Well, definitely older. Your kids are, are in high school, right? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's the sequel, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's your son, right? Listen, you're... <laughs> never say never. I think it would be a disaster. Um, <laughs> it's funny because they, they made countless Friday the 13th. You know, and I was in the very first Friday the 13th. Then they remade Footloose. Then they remade Flatliners. And then I decided that they're just remaking all the movies that I was in that begin with F. So <laughs> if I do another movie that begins with F, we'll pro- they'll probably remake it. I don't know. You know, A Few Good Men? Let's not. A Few have Good that Men. Remake. There you go. There you go. Well, that actually, they're, they're, re- they're doing that too. No. Yeah, I think so. That just makes me angry. Just and leave well enough alone. No, seriously. I have a couple things like Dirty Dancing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, especially in my generation, that is like a classic. You watch it. I watched it to death. I watched it so many times. Um, I could quote most lines from that movie. Uh, they remade it, right? They did a kind mm-hmm. of part two, Dirty Dancing Havana Nights or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Right, 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 right. No offense to whoever was in it. But no, it was not. Just leave leave them alone. If they ever try to remake Breakfast Club, oh. I will start a petition. Like, wow. Uh, Is that one of your some, favorites? I didn't know oh, that. That's my, my uh, yearbook quote was, <laughs> you know, that closing line of the movie. No, I don't. Each of us are, are a princess, a brainiac, a, you know, a criminal and an outcast or Something mm-hmm. like that. Someone that loves that movie is actually really angry with me right now. They're like, you don't love that movie. This is the quote. <laughs> but, but it shouldn't be remade. But I but I feel like those are the types of movies that are, yeah, like on the chopping block. Someone's going to try to remake it. Mm-hmm. I, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a funny thing with remakes because the, I, I kind of agree with you. There is something about let's just leave – well enough alone unless there's really a really kind of fresh idea but the other piece of it is that in our business 
everyone wants intellectual property and wants to, you know, revisit intellectual property. That being said, you know, I'm in Beverly Hills Cop 4, and I think mm-hmm. that's actually going to be a really fun movie. I think, I think it, and Top Gun, you know, when they redid Top Gun recently, you know, or, I mean, so anyway, I don't know what the story would be for Footloose. Um, uh, I, it would have to, you know, actually, they actually offered me a part in the second foot, you know, in the remake of oh. Footloose. Yeah. Uh, it was terrible. Um, the part was, <laughs> I, and I was like, "Why would I be in this playing? It doesn't make any sense. Like it doesn't. It just doesn't make any sense here. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not really understanding." Um, so anyway, they, I said no. They didn't, they didn't miss me. Actually, <laughs> I thought, I thought the dancing was incredible in that movie. I, um, the, the, the second one was in a lot of ways a lot better than what we did. But anyway, thanks for that question. Um, I love All right. Yeah. <clears throat> awesome. So we have a really special next question, actually. Um, I received a note from Sharon Sawyer, and Sharon uh, was writing in about her niece and her niece, Kelsey, who uh, we'll hear about it because we have some, some audio clips to play. But um, in short, Kelsey has had um, a really um, – has gone through some pretty hard circumstances, right? So she lost her brother um, to cancer when she was a kid and he was a kid. And then in her early 20s, she lost her mother. And she was one of these people who um, basically stared at grief and decided to use it to fuel her to um, create pretty incredible impact um, through starting a nonprofit. And so um, I read this note that we had um, submitted and I just thought I need to call Sharon. I like, want to talk to her. I want to, um, you know, hear her voice and hear her talk about Kelsey um, and then following up with Kelsey as well. So I want to share a clip from that conversation with Sharon Sawyer, where she really talks about her niece, Kelsey's story um, and what she's done over the last few years. So we're going to play that clip now. My niece, Kelsey, took tragedy, you know, a lot of tragedy in her life and turned it into something really, really good. Kelsey and her brother went to camp when they were children. And when they went to camp, he was 11 and she was 13. And it was a pediatric cancer camp that is held locally. It was what everyone came to say, Kelsey, uh, Cole, her brother Cole's best week of his life. And she loved it there, too, because they had siblings of children with cancer there as well. And it was just a place you could be yourself and you could um, be around other people that had cancer. And her mother, Stacy, was very, very involved with this camp after Cole passed away. And Stacy became president of the local um, foundation that runs this camp and just had a huge passion for it. Um, Kelsey, as well as my children and a lot of people in our family all worked at this camp retreat, you know, every year when it would come. But the biggest need they had was a facility or a place that they could hold it that was safe, that was like ADH, ADA approved, um, close to the local hospital. It just, there was not a facility or a place to do this locally. And so they taking children to the upstate and it was just a long distance if someone got happened to get sick you know the week of the thing so but kelsey and all my my kelsey became just very passionate as every counselor for camp chemo ends up getting for the children and and that's where kind of it that's kind of what drove her to try to help build this retreat center that her mother dreamed of years ago when after her mother had passed away you know, when her mother passed away, they immediately, I mean, it was very suddenly, um, when her mother passed away, they immediately started a foundation named after Kelsey and, I mean, named after Cole and Stacy. And then with the idea that they would possibly donate it to a camp or build a camp, and the next thing you know, they were flying with it, and Kelsey and others in the community decided to support this idea and build Camp Cole. And how much did they end up raising to build Camp Cole? 
Um, the initial, the initial capital campaign was $9 million and they achieved that in under two years. When you're starting from grassroots and nothing, nothing, um, it takes a lot to get to that place. And there's a local family that was just very instrumental in this. They bought, um, the Fawcett family bought the land that was donated to Camp Cole, which is 40 acres. And they donated it to Camp Cole and they bought it for this purpose. Um, their daughter too was a counselor at Camp Chemo and understood what it meant for these children to be at camp for a week. And so, um, you know, it started rolling from there. Those were friends of the family and friends at Kelsey and her dad, Scott, knew, and they believed in the dream and helped them along the way to get it rolling on. <laughs> you know, Kevin, when you first started Six Degrees, did you ever think about, like, how difficult that fundraising piece is? Because, like, when I hear that $9 million, that is a ton to yeah. raise in two years. Amazing. It's incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. It's uh, that is a that is a lot of money. Yeah, I, and 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 it's something that I honestly I still, you know, I I I still kind of struggle with a little bit. Um, you know, obviously, if you if you're if you're doing well, you're going to be on the other end of people asking for money. You know, a lot, and um, I think that. Uh, you know, what people do with their money and how much of it they give away or, or don't, you know, it was a very private, very personal kind of decision. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, sometimes, I, I, you know, when, when people, I'm sure there's people that l like this family that, that go out and just say, okay, I'm just going to buy this, this, you know, 40 acres for, for these people. And they probably do it quietly and aren't really, you know, looking for a big pat on the back. And then there's people that publicly, you know, will donate, you'll hear about it, you know, donate millions of dollars to something. And, and I think those are both really, really super valid ways in order to, to, uh, to, you know, sp spend your money or, or, or donate. I, th I don't, I don't pass a judgment on either one of those things, um, either saying privately or being public about it. But I do know that it's it's not in my nature to ask people for money. It's just mm -hmm. for some reason it's it's not. I've always found it a little bit uncomfortable. We've talked about the fact that, you know, I never really wanted to to do sort of typical fundraisers. You know, uh, rubber chicken dinners and you know um, uh, auctions and that whole that whole way of uh, you know working with with charity, but. It is a, it's, that's just the way it, I mean, that's, there's, there's no way around it. So to answer your question, I didn't know how difficult it was going to be. And I, but I did know that it was going to be something that I was not going to, you know, uh, feel all that, you know, comfortable with. Um, in my situation also, there's this other piece of it, I think, if, if, you know, to truthfully, it, which is people can look at something like asking for a donation and they'll say, well, why don't you just, you know, mm -hmm. why don't you just pay yeah. for it? You know? Um, but I think this is really, this is impressive that in, in that amount of time that they're now, where is the, where is this camp by the way? It's in South Carolina. South Carolina. Um, mm -hmm. cool. And yeah, no, it's incredible. And she touched on a couple of things in there that I think were really powerful and it actually ties back to your point that you just made. I think sometimes when there's a celebrity that's like a founder of an organization, it can be mm -hmm. even more difficult because of that very reason. People are like, well, why don't you just like solve world hunger yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the key that makes, um, I think, Kelsey's organization, Camp Cole and Sharon's story so powerful is that all these people were touched by the work of Camp Chemo, which was this earlier camp that they experienced as kids. And they were yeah. so touched by it because they saw the way it impacted um, their loved ones and their niece and nephew that attended it. And then family members got engaged and other community members got engaged. Um, and I think that that's the key. It's like if there was just one source of 
throw money at it, it actually doesn't do anything, right? You actually need people to be inspired yeah. to have skin in the game and to roll up their sleeves and want to stand like shoulder to shoulder with you on this work. Right. Um, Cause it's not just money to build something like to operate something like this, um, which sure, they'll, yeah. they'll get into. It's an immense undertaking. Um, and I just think it's so incredible to think that, especially a young woman um, that was, you know, facing that type of heartache was able to turn that into something so inspiring. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I want to play um, a little bit more from my conversation with Kelsey because I got a chance to reach out to Kelsey, who um, is a doll, just as Sharon raved about her niece, um, mm-hmm. just so, so, so kind. Um, and she shared a little bit about, you know, who she is and uh, who Camp Cole was named after and, um, you know, why she started it. So let's play that clip now. My name is Kelsey Sawyer Cole and Camp Cole is a camp for children, teens, and adults with illnesses, disabilities, and life challenges. Um, camp Cole really started and was birthed out of a place um, of pure love, joy, and excitement. So Camp Cole really came about because at the age of 11, and I was 13 at the time, I had a younger brother who was diagnosed with a really rare form of cancer, rhabdomyosarcoma. And so with that diagnosis, we really saw our normalcy in our daily lives kind of be flipped upside down. And so for us, you know, days were packed in the hospital. Cole had multiple shots in the evening times. Um, He was pretty ill a good bit. I watched his entire kind of physical, um, physical stature shift and change. Um, And so it was just really difficult for my family and I to kind of navigate this new sense of, of, of life in the way that it looked. Um, Fortunately for us, we were introduced to a camp program that provides the camp experience for for children who have cancer and their siblings. And so that's really where um, Cole and I were able to be with other people who understood what it was like to be walking in the shoes that we were walking in. Um, For Cole to be able to, to open up the doors and see other kids with bald heads and other kids with ports and to have discussions over chemotherapy treatment and oral medication um, and to talk about the realities in a safe space for us 
it was just something I'll never forget. And then selfishly for me to be around other siblings who knew what it was like for mom and dad not to be able to make soccer practice or not be there to pick you up after school. It was just this community that could feel the way that we felt. Um, a lot of times we found this in, in intense sense of empathy at a time where our community was so incredible to us, but they showed us so much sympathy. And so for us, it, it just was, it was a home. It created these memories. It created these experiences um, at a time where I felt like cancer took so much from us. It took my family away from me. It took um, Cole being able to participate in soccer and skateboarding and swimming and surfing. But camp for us, it gave us something. It gave us friendships. It gave us so much more. And so um, we came back after that week-long overnight camp and would not be quiet. <laughs> so Cole and I talked about it nonstop. And that's really where my family saw the benefit that camp can make in a child's life. So my whole family got really involved. Unfortunately, about four months after that camp experience, Cole passed away. But for us, once again, we were surrounded by this community, this group, this family who knew what it was like to be walking in the shoes that we were walking in. And so that for us made just an incredible impact in our lives. Um, those counselors, those other campers are still my best friends. Um, are still, we're still in my wedding. We're there for my child's first birthday. Um, so it's just been incredible to see the way that lifelong friendships can really be birthed out of um, some pretty intense obstacles that, that we have to go overcome. Wow, that is some some story. Um, what a, uh, I mean, talk about um, taking something so painful and so difficult to to even bear and you know, turning it into something uh, just kind of beautiful. And, you know, the thing that I, I'm struck with, and we talk about this a lot with SixDegrees.org, are these kind of grassroots movements. Because, and I'm not, I'm not you know, saying this is not also, uh, this, this would also be something great to do, but you could also find, have found, you know, an organization, pediatric cancer research or whatever it is, and started to do, you know, fundraising in your own community. But in, in this case, you know, she took something that was so important and so experiential to to her and really, really uh, personal and 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 built something that is really, really super personal, you know, to her. And that, that's what was really kind of so impressive about this. Yeah, I think that a lot of what she talked about was connection, which we often talk about at Six Degrees as well, um, and that need that we all have for human connection. Yeah. Um, and I think that when you're in that like kind of coming of age time period of your life, especially like 11, 12, 13 years old, a week at camp can feel like one of the m most um, life-changing things that you've experienced to date, right? You're away from your parents, you're, you have some autonomy, you're with your peers, um, you are learning to kind of navigate in the world without that adult in your life being there telling you, you know. Nature. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's your first yeah. exposure to nature, you know. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. So yeah, a lot of friendships are, are formed that way. Um, mm -hmm because they're experiencing that together. So, um, yeah, I think what, what they're doing is incredible. Um, the other thing that this camp does really well is how they structure their camps so that kids that have similar lived experience or similar disabilities are actually at camp at the same time mm. so that they're around more children that um they have like this very unique um uh experience with right um creating just more belonging camp cole is actually located in columbia south carolina in um 
So we love our location. Um, it's able to serve thousands of children that really range from a very wide variety um, of different critical illnesses and disabilities. So we get the opportunity, and I say we have the privilege to serve campers um, who have rare genetic disorders, heart and kidney disease, children experiencing homelessness, children who've experienced severe burns. So it is very incredible to be able to see the diversity um, that we have the opportunity to give those, those transformative experiences that spark the joy um, out here at camp. And so we really, at, at the nucleus of Camp Cole, um, we're really focused on providing an experience that otherwise would not exist for these populations. Um, and so for us, being able to give a child with a very severe critical illness an opportunity to catch a fish or to play basketball or to get on the back of a horse, to hold a chicken, these are all little things that I feel like so much so we are so blessed with a good, clean health. And so when something like this happens in your family or to a loved one, you're really challenged to think about, wait a minute, you know, health is such, so important to us and being healthy and living healthy, active lifestyles. And so for us, Cole was very active, loved being outdoors, loved team building activities and, and loved his peers and being social. And that was something that with the critical illness, all those things for us, it became a lot harder. Um, and so I really think back to uh, being at a young age, at the age of 13, and when Cole was 11, um, just really seeing the little things in life that we take for granted and how do you um, remember and show great gratitude and appreciation for them. That's beautiful. I mean, it's interesting because, again, this is uh, this is an, an example of someone that is taking something super personal, like a super personal experience, and even taking the details of that experience and shaping the the uh, you know the foundation, the, the the movement, the idea around those those very very specific personal ideas and, and you know it is true that i mean camp experiences not everybody get, has the luxury of having them but uh can be you know very profound even as you pointed out stacy in in a, in 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 a week and uh i'm sure that there's also uh a lot of great impact for the families surrounding the people that are the, the, the kids that are going and you know not just the not, not just the kids but the families that that get a chance to witness that or experience that or, or be able to offer some kind of uh i don't know respite from what m m must be a really very challenging and difficult time oh yeah absolutely um it had me reflecting a lot in my conversation with Kelsey about what we, we take for granted all the time um, when you have a kind of quote unquote clean bill of health. And, um, you know, I've talked about this a little bit before, but my mom was legally blind um, and she was in a car accident when I was eight. And so it was, you know, this kind of acute accident. And then when she came out of the hospital, she, you know, she... Um, everything changed about, you know, she couldn't, you know, be a nurse anymore. And she um, wasn't able just to jump in a car and drive to the beach if she wanted to drive in the beach. I mean, little things like, you know, being able to catch something on your periphery, right? And being like, oh, there's a there's a dolphin over there. Did you see that just jump? It's like, there's mm -hmm. no way she was ever going to see things like that again. Um, and I think when, although she wasn't a sibling as a daughter, it had a similar impact when you are growing up having to be more aware of this person um, and create more space for them and their needs. Um, and, and it can be, it can be a lot, but it also can really help shape you and make you passionate about, um, you know, equal access and accessibility and inclusion for those that um, are disabled and are, you know, do have ailments that, um, we don't talk about a lot in society. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's just, 
it's a, sounds like a really beautiful sp- space, Camp Cole. And um, I can only imagine that these kids are and, and their siblings are having some of the best times of their lives. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm, I'm so glad you reached out to them. Yeah. Um, it was, <laughs> I was telling you, it was a hard call. I was like, I could not do this all the time. It was very emotional. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, well, you have kids just, of your own now. I mean, yeah. you know, that's, that, that's when the, the, the this kind of thing really starts to really oh. starts to hit you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I've had friends that have lost their, their children as well from, mm. um, pediatric cancer. Wow. And, um, and so, yeah, I think about Abigail and Eloise and I think about what you would do as a parent. Um, but such an inspiring story and we're going to make sure that, um, people know exactly where they can learn and, and, uh, you know, help Camp Cole, um, and Kelsey's work further, um, with a great call to action. Our call to action for Camp Cole would be for people to get involved, be a part of our team, follow us on social media, Camp Cole, at Camp Cole, South Carolina. Um, Our website is campcole.org. It is not inexpensive to send these campers to camp. While they're out here, we don't get to just say, wait a minute, um, let's stop treatment for a week. Let's stop your, your medical treatment plan for a week. We have to do, we, we rock on even at camp. Um, so we're really quickly administering the medication and getting them back out to having fun. And so that cost is something that prohibits some of our campers to have this experience. So financial donations mean such a great deal to us. Um, we're big on Amazon wish list and getting those, you know, the band-aids, the bug spray, um, all the fun different sports balls um, out here to Camp Cole. So those are all different ways that that you can really help and be a part of our team. Stacy, like I said, I'm so happy that you reached out to Kelsey and Sharon. And Kelsey and Sharon, thank you so much for um, coming on and, and sharing your story and telling us about the camp. Uh, it's, it's, it's incredible. What's, um, what, what, what you guys are doing there and you should be very proud of this work. And as everybody heard, uh, those are, there's ways that you can help. There's ways that you can reach out and things that you can do. I could tell you, let me just tell you a funny, um, camp story. Well, you can decide if it's funny or not. When I was in (laughs) camp, (laughs) but it has to do with, uh, things of a charitable nature. When I was in camp, Every year at this camp, they would do this thing called the fund, and campers would either uh, pick um, blueberries or strawberries. Uh, it was kind of like a work camp, and or they would forego a meal. They would do different things that would raise money for a specific um, fund. That this mo- that the money that these campers either from giving up or from working, we're going to donate each year. And uh, then campers would pick a particular fund and do a little research on it to the extent that you could. I don't even know how you could research something where we were out there. There was no computers, obviously. This is, We're talking about the, uh, I don't know, probably late 60s, early 70s. And, uh, and, and then they would make a presentation for this fund to the camp body and everybody in the camp would vote, and then the the winner of that vote would get the money that the campers raised that year. So the year that I was there, um, and let me just say, generally it was, you know, save the whales, save the redwoods, UNICEF, you know, charities like that. I decided that we should raise money for the Black Panthers. And <laughs> so I... I stood up in front of the, the camp body because at that time, you know, the Panthers were doing, you know, they they yeah. had this breakfast program that was, yeah. you know, very popular. They were doing a lot of, you know, stuff. And uh, I stood up in front of the camp body and, and I, you know, I said, okay, folks, this is, this is why I think that the money should go to the Black Panthers. And we won the vote. Yes. And, but, but here's the hilarious thing. And this taught me a lot about the world. All of a sudden, the people that ran the camp just freaked out. They were like, we can't give the money to the black person. I said, you have to. They, we won the vote. And it went back and forth. There's this big argument. They, 
they they had no problem with me presenting it. But once it actually won, all of a sudden they went, whoa, 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 this can't happen. And so the, the compromise, which I was very unhappy with, but, you know, what was I going to do? I was 11 years old, um, was that the, the, the money would be divided between four, the four charities that were presented. So in the summer of whatever this was, 1971 or since 1970, uh, there was uh, probably a check for about $12.35 that presumably came from Camp Treetops to the Black Panthers. I love it. Well, there you go. That that's that's my camp story. And listen, thanks for thanks for checking this out. Uh see you next time. Hey, um send us some questions uh and uh we will hopefully respond to uh <laughs> ask Kevin almost anything. Thanks, Stacey. Thanks. If you are inspired by today's episode, please join us in supporting SixDegrees.org by texting the word BACON to 707070. Your gift empowers us to continue to produce programs that highlight the incredible work of everyday heroes, while also enabling us to provide essential resources to those that need it the most. Once again, text BACON to 707070 or visit SixDegrees.org to learn more. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. Right, let's go. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. <laughs> you can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Oh, oh. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.